I would put it <laughs> on the bun. You can fit the pickles. You can put fit pickles in the pickles. Put, you can fit the pickles in there. You can fit the pickles in there. Come on. Pickle chicken sandwich. Take it away, John Friggin' Smith. Welcome to the rabbit hole. How did we end up on that rabbit hole? Where all you knew is wrong. <laughs> and rules are just suggestions. I like the pipe. Made up as we go along. Shut up, Corn. Fuck you. And who knows what you'll find here? Maybe heaven or your worst fears. Whatever it may be, it's yours to keep forever. Just in time, you've entered a rabbit hole. Please go down further. Where there's philosophy hidden within stupidity. My uh, nipples are sweating. <laughs> what are they doing to that chicken? <laughs> They're punching holes in it. You know, what? I want to teabag that. Hank Azaria. He can make weird noises. You're fucking weird. You guys are horrible. Bunion rings? Like, I, I wouldn't eat those. What the fuck? Hey. Even if it was Paul Bunyan themed, like, you know Anyone? what I mean? Like flannel onion rings or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, I had a heart attack. Fuck you. It's a sunny, shiny day. Yeah. <laughs> Fat people need love, too. Hello and welcome to the rabbit hole. Or welcome welcome back if it's your first time. You are just in time and I am one of the JNT baggers. Known to some as Millie Van Nielsen, known to most as simply DJ. So now I know what you might be thinking. Oh fuck, he's alone. It's gonna be another one of the No no no, don't worry. Uh we it was just a scheduling conflict today with me and the guys, but they'll be back next week, I'm sure. But I honestly got sick of skipping episodes just because of a scheduling conflict. My schedule is wide open, so the other guys, it's fine. They'll be back next week. But, yeah, I've got some shit to talk, you know, usually by myself. <laughs> it's weird because uh, it's, been, it's been like two years now since, uh, since I was like going real heavy into doing solo episodes. And honestly, I... I don't think I ever actually let myself get used to doing solo episodes. I kind of always, like, uh, I don't know, I kind of kept always kept myself, like, almost like there were just two blank spots next to me, just like, eh, I'm just bouncing ideas off of invisible people. And, uh, you know, th- that's just the way this show's always been formatted, if one could use that word. But, yeah, it's always, it's always been a conversational thing, but, you know, every now and then I feel like, Good. The equipment still works when they're not here, so I guess might as well put it to use. And besides, if you're here, that means, you know, I got company, even if I can't see you. And maybe you're maybe you're walking by yourself, you got your AirPods in or whatever. And maybe you're listening to this and maybe we're we're connecting on some weird kind of creepy level. Doubtful. Nacho cheese, known to some as liquid gold. Actually, I don't know who actually calls that besides me. At my last job, I used to just, you, you could tell how high I was because I would just sit there and stir the nacho cheese and just like, liquid gold, look at that. I think it was because of like an old Velveeta or something commercial that showed some guy looking like a blacksmith, but just stirring nacho, stirring Velveeta and just calling it liquid gold with a very deep and manly voice, you know. Liquid gold. So, uh, 
Yeah, I've always I've always called it that. But uh yeah, some of that liquid gold turned into liquid douche. That seems like <laughs> that seems almost redundant to say liquid douche. The liquid gold turned against me. It turned into fucking lava. So anyway, I'm at work. And uh we usually to heat up shit like that, usually there's a microwave. So I'm microwaving, I got some I got some chili, I got a little thing of chili and a little thing of fucking nacho cheese in the microwave working together. Got them nuking to death. And, uh, what was it? I, so microwave dings. And, uh, first I pull out the chili, give it a nice little, go to, go to give it a nice little stir, you know, just to make sure it's heating evenly. And as I'm turning around with the chili, I didn't realize that it was touching the container of nacho cheese that I had. And as I pulled it out, it slid the nacho cheese out. Now I'm walking, I'm trying to take a couple steps away. And this nacho cheese slides out of the microwave behind me. I I barely even see it just in time. Get it? For it to splash off a fucking uh, cutting board. I, I turned, luckily, and my pants and my shirt caught... Everything but my apron pretty much caught the cheese. A little piece of my arm caught it, just to, just to remind me how hot fucking nuclear cheese can be. It's hot, by the way. It hurts. It was, a, it, was, it was a light burn, but it was one of those, like, you know, one of those days where you're just like, God damn it, dude. Can I do anything without fucking a Chevy Chase type moment where I just, like, klutz my way through it? Well, apparently that morning, no, that was the, that was the answer I got. And I got the, I got the, I tried to ask it again on the way home from work. And it got answered for me again when I got home. Uh, let's see, I, I, you know, I made me something to eat on the way out. And I grabbed me a beverage, because it is, uh, it is getting pretty hot here in sunny California. It just, it's a flip just fucking switches, I swear to God. It, there's no gradual buildup, it just is like, just goes from like, alright, it's gonna be a high of 60 to like, it's gonna be a high of 95 today. And my body is not ever ready for that, but that's neither. So I grab me a beverage, make me something to eat, throw it in a little box. And when I get home, on the way home, I stopped at uh, at the corner market for fucking random goods and such. You know, I've got me a plastic bag now. So when I pull up, I get home, I get out of the car. Put the, I tuck the box underneath my arm, grab the bag with the, with the same hand that's got the box t- tucked underneath the arm. Then I go and I grab the soda, you know, it's in a, it's in a cup with a straw on a lid. And as I get up to the door, I fondle for my keys, open the door. And for some dumb reason, I decide to, uh, have, I have the box in my hand. Now it's no longer tucked under the arm. And I set the drink on top of it. Now I'm sure some of you can see where this is going, but I still have to tell you. Just because <laughs> It was on top of this nacho cheese day. So it was one of those just like, I come home, I've got cheese. I've got dry cheese all over the back of my pants and all over the back of my shirt. I've got a very, very small burn on my wrist. Just, just, they're really, it's not like even like damage. It didn't damage the skin even really. It's just, it just, the, the heat remained as a, I guess as a reminder not to fuck around. But uh, yeah, I set this. I set this cup on top of the box as I'm holding it. I get the door open, or I get the door unlocked. Get the door open. Take one step into the fucking house, 
another this was a 32 ounce drink by the way i you know if i'm gonna steal from work i'm gonna steal big i'm not gonna steal a little fucking shot of shot of soda no got me a 32 ounce soda this cup flops off of the fucking <laughs> it flops off of the box with me having zero time to react and just splashes all over the fucking floor and uh, I got these, I got the vinyl floors that pretend to look like hardwood, but you can tell it's not because there's, you know, you, you can tell when you step on hardwood. This ain't no fucking hardwood. But the soda splashes everywhere. And of course, like an idiot, I'm like, oh, the quicker picker upper thing, you know, let me grab some paper towels. I don't even think they're brawny, but they're paper towels. <laughs> like seven paper towels later, I'm like, fucking eight. I, I got to grab the mop, mop it up, whatever. It, it, I don't know. It was just one of those. I always think, I always call them Chevy Chase moments, though, when I do klutz shit like that. Maybe just because I love the like the vacation movies and shit, and just like that. That innocent kind of self-harming comedy has always been aesthetically pleasing to me, and I think to a lot of people, but, you know, the old, the old I turned around, stepped on a rake, and now it fucking smacking me in the face, that... Those kind of moments, I just, I, I label them as Chevy Chase moments. And yeah, I had two in one day, which is very fucking rare. But yeah, two Chevy Chase moments in one day. That'll make you feel good about your life. <laughs> well, you know what else makes you feel good about your life? Listening to the soothing sounds of Mr. John freaking Smith. Oh yes, you heard a be- you heard preview of that beautiful song, Yours to Keep. But you can hear it in its entirety without any of our vocal nonsense sprinkled into it, at johnfreakinsmith.com. You can play it along with the rest of the album, Songs of the Great Collapse. And I'm pretty sure it's free to play, too. Just go on there and just fucking start clicking play and listen, man. Check it out. Some good shit. And I actually do mean that. I've listened to it multiple times. Not just the song, but the album. Because I love John Freakin' Smith like that. I mentioned earlier that, uh, well, I mentioned couple minutes ago that I haven't done these uh I haven't done these solo episodes in a while and I'm usually very very awkward I'm sure it's still kind of coming off as awkward even if I I don't know I never like I said I never let myself get used to it just because it was always one of those like no if I get used to it then if I get used to it or worse if I get good at it then I'm gonna be like yeah I don't need you guys anymore bye not to you to the you know Norman and Tiger or fucking corn and rookie, goddammit. We do the stage. The stage names, I guess, is more of an official, just to write it down type of thing. But yeah, you you know who the fuck we are. We we go by many names in this year rabbit hole. Welcome to the rabbit hole. <laughs> but I, I mentioned that not just because I'm doing a solo episode, but because uh, we got a tweet from Mister the aforementioned Mister Smith. Uh, not too long ago, saying that he didn't know that the the laugh that I was using, the laugh track thing I was using during those solo episodes was, uh, in fact, corn. <laughs> and it, it kind of mind blew me just because I thought anyone who listened to that knew that that was corn's laugh. And John Frigan Smith is actually quite the avid listener. So it was kind of, it was kind of, it kind of tripped us out like, oh shit, you didn't know that, huh? Well, we actually have like three different versions of Corn's Laugh. <laughs> yeah, we, we've, 
We've got a few versions of Korn's laugh. His laugh makes a, it almost reminds us of a child. Like there's something innocent about Korn's laugh, especially when you get a real genuine one out of him. When you really surprise him with something and it cracks him up, it, 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 it brings laughter to us just because it sounds so, it's like a mixture between, it's like a mariachi joker. Is the best way I could, ah, but like with Joker stuff planted into it, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, to to Mr. Smith, yes, that is in fact Redcorn's laugh, and that it, uh, when we decide, when I kind of decided a long time ago, I wanted to get like that perfect clip of Corn's laugh. I found out it was really tough because, well, with our old mixer, we were all on the same track and. Usually we're talking while he's laughing, so there's never there was I it was actually kind of tough to get a good clean corn laugh, but I was able to get it multiple times, especially once we got this new thing and we were able to record on separate tracks. It became a little bit easier to pick out corn's track and just like, oh, that's a good laugh right there. Yes, it is, and it usually is. So as you can hear, I am smoking. I am smoking, smoking, smoking. One of those, uh, oh, this is the equivalent of me getting off work, of other people getting off work and having a beer. I'm having a doobie. Well, what's inside of it is, uh, what's, uh, fucking sweet tooth shake, as it's called. Mm-hmm. Tastes pretty good. Joints burning smoothly. It's hot outside, but it feels okay in here. I, I blushed at the AC for, like, Five, ten minutes before I started recording just because it usually gets cut all the way off. You know, out of love for your ears. You don't really want to hear my AC turning on and off, do you? I don't think you do. But uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, what was it? Not too long ago, actually, I went to I went to light up one of these joints. I, I swear to God, after watching Narcos, I'm just like, I, I smoke more joints, I think, than fucking Pablo Escobar on that show. And almost every scene he was in, that there was he was puffing a doobie. But uh, I had something that uh, I got reminded of my age not too long ago. Yeah, I lit up a lit up a went to light up a joint, and uh, for some reason I breathed in. I inhaled through my nose as I was going to light it, and the fucking flame from my lighter went right into my nose and singed all the nose hairs. It was awkward. It was weird. Man, whatever. I dealt with it. It did. Smelled burning hair for a few minutes, I guess. That was about it, but it just reminded me how old I am, because there was a time when nose hairs weren't a thing, and they are now, which means, uh, yeah, I'm getting up there. We next, as we always say. We next. Now, we've tried our best to not, like, uh, mention this whole situation by name, and I'm, I'm again not gonna, but, uh, when, when it all started, and, uh, well, at least when the impacts started hitting us here, uh, me being in the restaurant industry, that was one of the first places they were like, all right, everybody's gotta wear masks, and, you know, die, take out only, and all this shit, so, whatever, fucking, uh, they, they didn't say masks so much as cover your face, you ugly fucks, so the, the first few days of it, I, I just had a bandana, just was just a bandana, black one, nothing special. But uh, one of the younger guys at work, one of the younger black guy, only like two, three years younger, but younger. He sees me wearing this black bandana around my face, 
when he comes in and he's like, uh, hey DJ, you kind of look like an outlaw right now. He didn't sound like that, but he, you know, he's like, where'd you get that? Where'd you get the bandana from? My response took away any outlaw type of appeal or appearance that I might have been holding on to. Because again, anybody with a bandana over their face covering everything but their eyes kind of looks a little bit like a criminal. But you know how you take the gangster away from that? You tell him that you got the bandana from Hobby Lobby. Dang. Yes, his reaction instantly was probably like yours, except worse. His reaction was more of an eye roll and like a, really, dude, you just had to bitch up the whole thing. You couldn't just lie to me and tell me you got it at like a Lakers store or something. You had to name it. You had to give it a name. Yes, Hobby Lobby, a.k.a. one of the whitest and least gangster places you can go. And then I, I proceeded to try to sell them on it, too. I'm like, yeah, you, you know, you go to Hobby Lobby, you know, you get past all the Christian stuff, and you find some kind of cool things sometimes. They got they got all the bandanas for like a buck. I tried to justify it by being by it being cheap, which, honestly, bandanas are usually cheap no matter where you go, but damn it, I, I, I had already dug the hole by saying Hobby Lobby. I had to try and find some kind of justification somewhere, and that's where I found it. Some movies suck. Some are great, but our reviews are always late. Late reviews with the boys from Just In Time. All right, thank you, John freaking Smith, for that lovely, lovely, goddamn late review song. I actually do love it. There's a, there's a reason why the the whole song, the whole thing gets played. <laughs> uh, yeah. As with most of our intros and segueing transitional fucking themes, theme songs, John freaking Smith is to credit for those. So we always thank him. We love that. But yes, some movies suck and some are great. But I love those words because <laughs> they're very true. And also true that our reviews are, in fact, always, always late. And I know some someone might be like, oh, well, you guys have done reviews for like new movies and shit. Yes, we have. Yes, we've we've had we've had late reviews for new movies that have like you know just hit theaters and shit. But let's be real, we're not we're not the first ones ever. <laughs> so you know, by de just from that, we've always considered it. Every review is a late review, just because of that. And it's true, every review is late. <laughs> but, so we've got one from 2017. Now, this is one that's been on my Netflix list for probably about the last year. I've had it just sitting on my list, and I keep telling my, like, I keep getting really close to watching it. And then I just, something convinced me, convinces me to not. Not sure what it always was that stopped me. I think it's just, it's one of those ones where... I don't know, when it comes to Netflix, I tend to just, like, lean right into, like, cheese and horror. Especially horror. Like, cheesy horror. I, I love it. Don't know why, but you, you give me any straight-to-DVD type of horror movie, and I'm just gonna lap that shit up like fucking, like, like the chocolate milk at the end of a bowl of cereal. And I am a fan of chocolate milk and chocolate cereal. Yeah, I will spoon. I, I will spoon each drop of that fucking chocolate milk at the end of a bowl of cereal. Mm-hmm. It's bad. I, I don't tip the bowl. I just... 
it, it, it's fucking gazpacho to me. <laughs> so, this movie I checked out, I decided to check it out finally, decided to watch it. It's from 2017. It's a movie, it's not a Netflix original, but it's been on my list for fucking ever, and that's where I watched it. So, it's from, uh, it's, it's from 2017, it's called Mara, or Mara, M-A-R-A. I don't know why. Anytime I spell things out, I get like flashbacks of doing those damn vault ads that we were doing, ironically, during the last solo episodes. That's V-A-L-T. Belt. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, this movie. Uh, well, the the synopsis, the, the official synopsis on Netflix says, uh, when a criminal psychologist, Kate Fuller, investigates a man who was seemingly murdered in his sleep by his wife, she uncovers a case like no other. That doesn't really tell you much, except that some weird shit's gonna go on. Honestly, if you don't see any pictures before watching this movie, you're all that all that description tells you is that things are not as they seem. Which is how it usually is in movies, isn't it? Like things aren't always gonna be as they seem in a movie because that's the whole point is to Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, she she goes to the she she goes to investigate this murder or a psychologist, she goes to be part of the investigation, I guess. And uh Yeah, it's discovered there's like some evil spirit entity that uh that first like marks your eye somehow, like with some you get some li- weird little blood square in your eyeball. And then, uh, and then every time you, sl- it, it deals with sleep paralysis too. There, that's one. I think that's what made me, kept me into it too. Was, uh, you know, any kind of, anything like that where it fucks with your sleep or your senses or anything like, you know, that's that's, that's good old fashioned stuff, I guess. So this one, uh, yeah, the spirit wakes you up. Well, you wake up paralyzed, and then it just shows herself to you or like creeps around your house first few times. And then she marks you. And when she marks you, that means you're getting closer to death. Because then all of a sudden she starts putting her hands around your neck and shit. And of course, with sleep paralysis, you can't do anything about it. And I've read enough creepypastas to know that sleep paralysis can be really fucked up. There's there's a lot of spiritual... uh, How, how do I put this? Sexual misconduct? <laughs> That's... <laughs> There's a lot of spirit rape that goes on apparently in these and when sleep paralysis is going on, which is kind of weird. It's like a, it's like a weird kind of like, like the other side of a roofie coin. She's like, oh no, you're awake and you can see everything that's going on, but you can't move. Horrible, horrible, horrible. So yeah, your you know your eyes get redder every time you see this Mara bitch or whatever. There's a whole little thing that uncover, you know, that they try. They actually try to give the thing a backstory and shit. And uh, I don't think I have to say spoilers, but spoilers. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, the the main character there, fucking played by. Let me let me see the name here. Something Kirilenko, Olga Kirilenko. Yes. Uh, <laughs> her. Pretty much, long story short, the, this ghost—if it, it uh, preys on people who have guilt. Apparently, if you if you feel guilty about anybody dying, apparently this bitch comes and fucks with you. And it's it's revealed because a little girl's blaming herself for her mom's death, and you know the the psychologist bitch has to go and fucking she she wastes the baby up just in time to tell her like it's not your fault, your mom. It's not it's not your fault. Forgive yourself. 
And so the spirit leaves the little girl alone. And then, again, spoilers. Boom. The spirit tells her, like, oh, yeah, I for- the, the baby forgives you or forgives, you know, you and herself. But the mom can't forgive you. And that's when she ends up dying at the end, I guess. <laughs> Very weird. It was, a. Uh, Honestly, though, the, it wasn't, like, as cheesy as I was expecting. I was expecting, like, I don't know, nowadays you get a lot of high-def cheese. And this actually wasn't one of those. It was actually, I don't know, it didn't seem like everything was just, everybody was just making a quick cameo appearance. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, overall, I'd probably give it, like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, if I was to give it a give it a scale of, like, 1 to 420... Which is, I know, is a fucking huge scale, but let's just, let's just keep it at that. One, one to four twenty. One being like, fucking abysmal. Like, not like the room where it's so bad it creates a cult following. Just like, just bad. Like child of God, just bad, all around bad. And four twenty, obviously, being the absolute shit. <laughs> I was gonna give an example, but I honestly. I, I, there's there's flaws in everything, so it's hard to like Wolf of Wall Street. I'm just gonna give it that. That's one of my favorite goddamn movies for some reason. I think it's just because it's full of debauchery. It's Martin Scorsese, but it's comedy. It's not just drama. So I got into, but <laughs> so yeah, Mara. Eh, I guess I'll see you tomorrow. If there was an, if there's a sequel, they should call it See You Two. See You Two, Mara. You know the number. T- yeah. I, <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm a, that that was like really horrible horrible joking, but yeah uh, yeah if I were to give it one out of four or on a scale between one and four twenty I'd probably give it about a two fifty. Two fifty yeah that sounds about right. It wasn't like horrible or anything. It wasn't as cheesy as I expected. It was actually halfway decent. I stayed awake through it. It wasn't so long that it like. Was just trying to slog you through some weird kind of exposition backstory. Yeah, it was okay. It was all right. It was decent, if you if one could use that word. But yeah, uh, yeah, didn't hate it, didn't love it, but could have been a whole lot worse. And since uh, well, <laughs> honestly, that's about all I had to come in here with. You know, talk a little, tell a couple little stories, and throw in a little late review. Throw it in like I'm giving you a gift or something. <laughs> no, I, I, but, you know, late movie talk is always something that we love doing. And honestly, the guys don't always watch the cheesy horror movies that I like. Corn, when he, when Corn watches cheese, it's action. And when Rookie watches cheese, it's just TV. It's just cheesy TV. But yeah, I decided to watch a cheesy horror movie. I've watched a lot. I watched too many cheesy horror movies on uh, Netflix, but it never gets it never gets old to me. I keep going. But what does get old is me droning on by myself. So I guess uh, we're almost at a half hour. So I guess uh, I'll leave you with the same thing I usually leave with, which is uh, you know, hit up the voicemail and uh, throw us like a movie recommendation or something you know you want to hear us talk some shit about. It's one nine five one three nine four three four two zero. Yes, it will go straight to voicemail, so don't be surprised by that, I guess. <laughs> when instantly is just like, all right, leave a message. But but you, you didn't even let me ring. No, no, just leave a message. Or you can hit up at JNT Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, 
and a Facebook, and we will gladly reply. There's also still that rabbit hole group on Facebook, too. It's a very small group still, but it exists. And it's actually somewhat active. It's kind of surprising. Yeah. Shout out to everybody in there that keeps it going. Be Rob. All y'all. But, uh, yeah. We'll see you next week. I'm pretty sure we're going to have some shit to talk. And I'm pretty sure... I don't know. There are changes coming to this show. Not huge ones, but... Yeah, there's one. There's one huge one that'll be coming later. But it, it's not yet. So... <laughs> We'll cross that bridge when we get to, or we'll smoke that joint when it's rolled. Yes. Yep, I'm replacing that, that whole crossing the bridge thing. We'll smoke that joint when it's rolled. Can you tell I've been smoking for like the last couple minutes? I pretty much lit up my... I haven't smoked since this morning. I just realized that. I lit this joint up right before recording. So I'm like actually... I'm not I'm not coming into it already baked like usual. I'm kind of, I'm like gradually happening. That's why I'm just kind of going on but yeah hit us up uh hell instagram we even have an email button so you could just if you want to go old school because email almost does feel old school it's weird you need it you use it but still it feels kind of old school at times it's weird but anyway yeah the guys will be back next week and uh well i'm pretty sure i will be too since this all takes place at my house which is why I've ended up doing solo episodes, and because the guys are too too big of pussies. I actually told them uh, a couple of years ago when we were doing when I was doing the solo episodes and we were saving up to get our new mixer and shit. I actually told them like, if you guys ever want to come in and record like a solo episode, I can set you up and you know get that going at least. No, I'm good, man. It might be they might be the smarter ones though. That's weird. I've never actually considered myself the smart one on this show. I think Redcorn actually has the most unintentional wisdom sometimes. <laughs> it's weird. But yeah, anyway, yeah, we'll see you next week. Uh tune in, yes, because we as we mentioned last week, we are we are not doing the we're not Skyping with each other anymore. Yeah, Skyping with a guest who's in another state is one thing, but the three of us Yeah, we we, we gotta be in the same room, really. Some are great, but our reviews are always late. Late reviews with the boys from Just In Time.